You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm joined by Joe Wood, and we're joined by Abby Rogers today. Abby is a mindset coach for business and a hypnotherapist, and we're going to be talking about building a six-figure mindset. Before I get started, uh, so you're watching us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club on Facebook. Um, If you are watching us live, please uh, type in hashtag live. If you're watching us on replay, pop in hashtag replay just so we know when you're watching. Um, Also, if you're getting a message to allow StreamYard, um, if you can um, just uh, let it see your name. It means that when you're commenting, because we're, we're streaming this through something called StreamYard, we can just see your comments and we can try and answer your questions. Don't forget, we have some competitions running this week. We have a competition for the person who attends the most sessions. So we're going to be counting up the comments on Saturday and someone will be winning a prize on Sunday, which is a one-to-one strategy call with Joe and I to go through strategy for your bookkeeping practice. So um, thanks everyone. I can see you all jumping on now. Um, lovely to see you all today. Abby, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. How are you? Oh, welcome. I'm fine, thank you. Very well. Yeah, we're good. It's um, it's good to not, see you. Not funny, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, well, um, we thought we'd run this session because um, we we talk a lot about charging our worth. I think there are ho- a whole load of things tied up with money, money mindset, like actually earning money, and we just thought we'd. You know, we've called this a six-figure bookkeepers club. Not everyone's here because they want to make it to six figures. A lot mm. of people are here because they're looking for more balance in their life. And we wanted to just represent, you know, what's going to sort of speak to an aspirational bookkeeper. Um, but, the, you know, sometimes this money stuff can really hold us back. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where do we start if we're, like, struggling with the confidence around this? And I suppose I'm thinking of the point of if you're pricing, mm. where do you start? How? What can you do about that? So, yeah, you're right. Confidence is such an enormous um, part of this. And I think I think money mindset is one of the things that really can hold people back in their business, even if they've got all the other tools and all the other plans and and ideas and they know exactly where they want to go. Um, If you don't have that confidence around money and charging, um, then your brain even if you're not realizing it, is really good at making excuses and stopping you coming up with plans that are going to drive you to where you need to be financially. Um, So yeah, where where do we start? It all comes down to um, our self-worth and we learn lessons around our self-worth, I think from from childhood and from very early on in our lives. and often it's it's about kind of looking at those early childhood experiences and and just kind of questioning and asking ourselves like what what was I brought up with um, in my childhood? What did I constantly hear about money? What messages were reinforced to me all the time? Was it like money doesn't grow on trees or you have to work super hard to make money? Um, all these kind of messages that we get handed down from our parents, they whether we Uh, on the surface kind of consciously think they're true or not Um, deep down in our subconscious belief system they're they're there and they're hampering our progress every step of the way Um, so I think really just kind of starting to look at that can be quite revealing um, in itself and just when we are faced with um, a situation where maybe we want to raise our prices or we feel like we need to be charging a bit more um, and we're questioning that then um, often it's not so much about actually the money itself as about the, the value we're placing on ourselves and our services and just kind of starting to to look at that really. Um, yeah. And so, is there work I need to do here to, to build it? Uh, we were talking about this last night about the things that we believe about confident people, but there's also things that we believe about rich people. And, yeah. um, and we had these things that we think um, sometimes you might have known someone when you were small that was really really rich but really really horrible and then you don't subconsciously you've like linked those two together and think well I don't want to be rich because I don't want to be horrible and or you might not even know that's the reason you just kind of got this icky feeling about being wealthy Mm. or if you were brought up with somebody that was very wealthy generous and a lovely person then you'd have a completely different thought and think oh wow I'd like to be like that but we all have got all these different things and like you said about money doesn't grow on trees I did an exercise once with a coach where 
she said to write just sit there and journal all those kind of beliefs that you had yeah. or like or experiences you've had around money I remember a time um that we my parents were on the dole because it's called and mm -hmm. um and I remember going to school and having a packet of no frills crisps. They were white and they actually said no frills, ready sorted on them. And everyone was like, ha, 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 you, have, you can't have walkers and all this stuff. And, I, and that is like, a, that's a horrible mm -hmm. thing. It's, it's very emotionally energized, charged around money. Yeah. And then that made me believe it must be so hard because I know my mum and dad love me. It must be so hard to earn money Yeah. because they haven't got any. And I know that they're clever people and that, they're, you know, and that they're trying and they're working hard. I mean, my mum was picking in strawberry fields at the time and stuff like that, trying anything to earn money. So yeah. all of those, those emotions around those stories, I think it's really, like you say, go back and revisit them mm. and think about how much value and weight you've given all those stories that you've had from your childhood. Yeah, absolutely. And things, as you were saying, like we have these perceptions of you can't be nice and be a rich person because um, mainly the things we see on tv and in the movies and things like that it's always the mean rich old guy um, and there are loads of examples in the world where actually there are the rich people that are really philanthropic and really nice people and it can totally go hand in hand it doesn't have to be one or the other you can't be like nice or rich it's it can be both um, so it's just worth I think being aware that we have these kind of deep-seated beliefs sometimes that are just just there and starting to question our own uh, thoughts around things and saying is, it, is that really true or is that just something that I've always believed um, and it's different for everybody we've all got different experiences I guess growing up we will have had different situations um, seen different things happening with money sometimes we're encouraged to hang on to it and really really save hard sometimes um, we've seen people spending for, for happiness and that feels like a good path to follow um, so yeah just just starting to look into that and question it a little bit is, is quite powerful for sure do you think that when we um have these beliefs about money and it being hard to earn or it's bad to earn money that mm -hmm. we can sabotage our businesses in some way what yeah. do you see people doing around that yeah absolutely I think if um if we have a belief that it's hard to earn money then um, what we'll tend to do is try and make things much more complicated than they need to be um, because we're just kind of playing into that belief and our um our subconscious mind is very good at playing along with our belief system basically so whatever whatever that belief is it will seek to reinforce it in the real world um so it'll say okay we believe that um that earning money is a difficult thing to do therefore i'm going to make it difficult um and if we can start to say to our brain um actually it doesn't have to be hard it, it could be easy then all of a sudden um if you like the the filter in our mind changes um there's actually a part of the brain that we take your activating system that does this and it will start to find easier ways to make money so you know our brain our brain will do whatever we tell it um through our beliefs so we have to be really careful what we say to ourselves and what we kind of put in that sat nav if you like um to to make sure that we're gonna take the, the easiest route there and one that really supports us in our journey yeah, Sam's just said, um, is it wrong that I'm now worrying about how I talk to my kids about money? They see me working hard, I guess, so that hopefully that helps. Well, actually, I, I think actually starting off with your kids, if you if you have children or anyone that you speak to, and yeah. starting to be conscious about the language you use around money is actually a really great way to start helping yourself. Because I think it's hard yeah. to stop in the tracks the thoughts you naturally have. Yeah. But if you are talking to someone else and you really try and think, how am I going to say this? Yeah. Um, I I know that from learning about this stuff that I do really try with my children mm. to not be that parent that says, "Oh, money's not money doesn't grow on trees." Are you but you hear yourself. This is when you catch yourself saying it, and you can't help it. And and I know we all think that you turn into your mother or whatever. You, yeah. you, you hear these <laughs> things. You think I thought I would never say that, but you just you just do. You just yeah. say it, and you don't also want them to be spoiled you want them mm. to value money yeah. so I think it's quite a hard it's a hard balance I mean I always said I wish I'd got a child psychology yeah. degree before <laughs> I had children to figure all this stuff out while I'm doing it now in the, in the act 
But I think it's a really good place if you definitely start watching your language, even if it's an external language, and then mm. that might start helping you out with your internal language to yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's as you say, it's finding that that balance, isn't it? And thinking, what what do I want them to grow up believing? What do what do I want them to think about the world? And then that can totally reflect back to you as well. Um, Something really interesting has just come up in the comments, Abby. Mm. So somebody said, um, I'm setting up my systems currently and some are very expensive for me. I struggle yeah. to see that I could be on more money, which will come when I set up these amazing systems, which cost more money. Uh, it's yeah. an investment, but it's scary when I haven't seen the money coming in yet. Now, this yeah. is really interesting <laughs> because I think it can be, it feels like a massive leap or massive commitment to make an investment in a new system or or yeah. coaching or training or whatever you need to take your business to the next level how can we deal with those kind of feelings it's it's about again setting up that belief uh, really and we almost have to get to a place where we can just put our faith in the fact that these things will pay off for us and work for us and that is super scary because what what we tend to be um, used to is just relying on the evidence that's in front of us so because we can't actually see the money there physically in our bank account yet, um, we tend to think, well, the money isn't there. Um, and we have this very like scarcity mindset of, well, I, I need to hold on to everything I've got because there is no money. Um, but actually, we, we have to um, spend that money to be able to allow more to come to us. And um, this is sort of sounding very, very law of attraction, very woo, but um, actually, um, we know that you know, by by investing, we're going to accelerate that progress. Um, so these systems are really going to support you. They're going to allow um, maybe more clients in your business or an easier flow for your clients or working with a coach, for example. Um, I don't believe in investing so much that you absolutely kind of cripple yourself. But I think there's a, a time and a place for strategic investment because, say, working with a coach can just keep you so focused on the right things and, and keep you accountable in the right way that you're actually going to take action which you know you could do in a few weeks what you might have done in two or three years otherwise and it can just really up level you um to that point and it's i guess seeing the evidence of other people having done that but also just kind of believing it for ourselves which um something i i work on a lot with my clients and it's not an overnight fix it's something we have to kind of keep practicing yeah. and keep tuning into um, absolutely yeah. I, I I've done that before in the past I've I've invested enough and I didn't know where the money was coming from and it was yeah. scary yeah I just knew that I needed I, I, I that I needed that accountability mm -hmm. and the surprise for me that what happened and it's still being proved so this was back in 2017 18 um yeah. and now like today I was on a, a six o'clock uh, exercise class with some of the women that I met on that course and I've got a community of really like-minded women that all felt the same that all were like I don't know if I can afford this but I really mm. want to do it we yeah. pushed ourselves out and actually meeting those like-minded women actually yeah. along with the course and the accountability I would never be where I am now yeah. if I pushed myself so far out of my comfort zone and yeah. then I survived. And we were yeah. saying this yesterday, when you survive something scary, then your subconscious yeah. goes, you didn't die. We can do that again in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And our, our subconscious mind is so good at looking at the all the things that are gonna go wrong as well. It, it naturally loves to trigger alarm bells all over everything. It loves to tell us these negative stories about what's gonna happen when we've spent that money. And it, it, it can't see that there would ever be a new source of money or that you could, you know get this thing wrong and there would still be another alternative and it will do everything in its power to convince you that spending that money is the worst thing you can do and you must hold on to it um but actually our, our intellectual mind kind of just knows what's a good sensible strategic thing for us to do and we have to just trust sometimes that that little voice saying go on that'd be really exciting is <laughs> actually the one to tune into um and i love the, that voice of fear. i love so, the idea of taking your you've used the word strategy a couple of times and yeah. making a strategic investment and yeah. um this comment about investing in systems you know the reason you've looked at those systems is because you have realized there's something missing in your business it's not yeah. working or you haven't got the time to take on more clients because you're so busy 
doing the doing or you know something that could be automated um so you know that and you've done that research but actually putting your card details in there's a block there at some point where you don't feel able to do that even though you know that if you do this you're going to it's going to give you more time or whatever it is whatever the reason is you're doing that so we already know that we've done this research because we know that we need something so Mm. it's just that final commitment step isn't it that's the the tricky 100 percent. yeah and that's that's where that self-sabotage really really kicks in um but like so for me in my business it took me quite a while to get around to investing in um, a bookkeeper an accountant and um, the VA and just just doing that has cost me a bit of money but it saved me so much time and that's time that I can be dedicating towards um, activities that actually drive new clients into the business and giving me more time to focus on sales and things that are really going to generate the revenue Um, and just give me so much headspace as well because that's another huge thing is that we're just so overwhelmed and we just kind of allow ourselves to get so bogged down in the details in our business we don't allow ourselves that headspace and that thinking time to just go what what are the things I really need to be focused on what is really gonna push me forward um so by kind of yeah spending the money to outsource all that headspace stuff and just really focus on the things that we are best at sticking within our our zone of genius that's the best thing we can possibly do for our business and we just have to trust that and that's what we would be telling our clients. We yeah. know um, that we know deep down that if when we go to a client and they're in a mess and that their bookkeeping's not up to date and they haven't got any financial data and they don't know how much money's really in the bank because they're just doing bank balance accounting, they don't know really what they've got to spend on VAT. We know that if we were allowed to go in there, help them out, let them do what they do and we do what we do, we yeah. know that they are investing in us and we will pay them back tenfold. Ten times they, over, they, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we know that for them. So we need to understand that for ourselves when we're investing in systems, coaches, etc. that that is the same for us. And at the time when we speak to our client and they just can't see, oh, no, I, I've always done the bookkeeping or, you know, it's always been down to me. I, I always run out of time, but it's, it's like my job. I, I wouldn't like to lose contact with that. We yeah. know that it's better <laughs> for them and that, so we've kind of got to look at ourselves in that kind of client point of view and say, well, maybe you need to take a leap of faith as well yeah. in your yeah. next step to invest. What's the next thing you can invest in in your business that's going to help you grow? Yeah, yeah. A lovely um, mindset shift that I like to use is saying, OK, who's that person I want to be in six months time, in a year's time, in five years time? And how would they treat this decision now? Would they would they question investing in setting these systems up? Or at that, if I'm that six-figure business owner, um, I would just go and invest in it straight away, wouldn't it? And it's like putting yourself in the shoes of the person that you want to be in the future um, can really help you make sensible decisions now and just get you over that fear. Oh, I love that. I love that <laughs> so much. I love the idea of picturing <clears throat> the person I want to be and thinking about how, with all yeah. of my extra wisdom, how yeah. would I approach that situation? Absolutely yeah. love that. Um, okay, so Abby, um, we so we're here to talk about um, a mindset for six figures. You said you had mm. some tips. You um, before we went live, um, you said you put together some ideas. I'd love to yeah. hear what they are, and um, so we can <clears throat> help people with this. Okay, um, so yeah, I have kind of nine things that I think um, really make up a six-figure mindset as it were so um, that really help people um, accelerate their businesses and move towards those income goals much faster so um, I'll just run through them in the the order that I've got them here no particular order they all kind of go hand in hand Um, so first thing is having really clear goals because um, our brains work very much in in the way that SatNav does, I mentioned that earlier. So if we have a really clear goal and we can envisage exactly where we would like to be going, um, how we would like life to look down the line and what what that income might be, what our life might be, um, and make sure that we've got this lovely picture of our future, then our brain's like, okay, I know how to make that work. I'm going to give you the directions to get you there. we don't have to see all the steps to get there, but we have to kind of know where we're going and then our brain will just figure it out as we go along. Um, often with some surprising twists and turns and that's fine. <laughs> that's just just diversions. Um, but yeah, having that real kind of clear um, sight on where you would like to be and what's important to you can really just help your brain go, okay, 
those are my values that's where I want to be um second thing is belief and we've mentioned that a few times today so um that's one that I think we really have to work on and it's it's probably the main thing I work on with my clients because so many people are seeing um fantastic businesses going on and thinking I really want to be there um, but I just can't see myself there or we've got imposter syndrome kicking in or um, comparing ourselves to other people all the time whereas actually to to get there you've just got to have this this belief that you can do it and kind of keep tapping into that belief all the time um, and have that that belief in yourself that you can just make it happen um, and that again takes practice it doesn't always come naturally um, that's why I end up working with people on it but um, that's probably the biggest thing you can do to make sure that you're going to get to where you need to be um <clears throat> determination obviously kind of goes hand in hand with that so um you're not going to get anywhere unless you're pretty flipping determined <laughs> um and i've i've certainly observed in my business and in lots of businesses i've worked with as well that um it's that determination that, that can kind of keep us going because inevitably I think when you're trying to do anything um, like run run a business and run a successful business there's, there are always going to be setbacks there are always going to be things that really just surprise you and trip you up but having that determination and that single-mindedness that yeah that's where I want to be going again really helps to set you up for success. I think we've got an incredibly determined community here of people yeah. who have gone through all sorts of challenges in the last 12 months with all of the changes that the government's announced at the yeah. last minute and you know that everyone here is incredibly determined um it's but going back to the the sort of confidence that you know you yeah. can do it that's perhaps the bit missing and actually we have mm. we can do it because we're so determined we're going to get there and we're going to get through whatever's happening yeah. but this um this confidence is sometimes really missing and the the self-belief that we're going to be able to do it mm. um yeah <laughs> I don't know what the answer is but I just <laughs> I, you know, I can really see that and just you highlighting it there just sort of mm. brings it to the front for me yeah yeah I think in, in terms of the confidence side of things um it's a lot of it's just keeping our focus on on now um and on what we can control now and making the best of now um our confidence tends to go down the pan when we think too much about stuff that's happened to us in the past and, and worry about the same thing happening again or we allow our our thoughts to go in that direction of all, all the bad things that are going to happen so i think if if we hear those um unconfident negative thoughts sort of starting to shout in our ear um we have to just maybe recognize that that is our our brain trying to self-sabotage us and trying to keep us stuck and comfortable and safe and um just get good at sort of tuning that noise out and saying i'm not going to listen to it i'm not going to believe that um and really things like focusing on times when we've been successful and on how we would like the future to be and just focusing on all the positive um, things that, that we can possibly get our teeth into is a really good way to build that confidence um, and our, our brains a bit of a, a funny old machine in that it, it can't really tell the difference between what we're imagining and the reality of a situation so if we're constantly feeding it all this negative stuff and all these worries it's going to believe that and, and see that's true um, whereas if we constantly feed it a nice stream of positive stuff and show it all the good things we've done and accomplished and show it all the good things we could have if we keep working at it then it starts to go oh that, that's true and it it really reinforces our confidence strange as it sounds <laughs> I, and I've heard this before where um like basketball players and stuff they're taught to you know imagine throwing and throwing the hoop throwing the ball into the hoop and it going through and just yeah. imagining it imagining it imagine and that is part now mm. of training for all sports the yeah. mental practice yeah. of actually achieving your goal is just as important as actually doing it and yes. that blows my mind but I also yeah. love it so yeah. and as well and what you said about reminding yourself of so when you have a bad thought that comes in and say oh I can never do that try and try and be curious about it and say okay I'm saying yeah. that now but try and think of a time when you did do something and say hold on my little yeah. devil yeah. on my shoulder <laughs> don't forget that I did do this once and I did do that once and and then you think actually you always most of the time you can unpick 
and prove it wrong. And the more you do that and pick it apart, the more you start thinking, you start remembering the good times. And I think I think that helps. And the other thing you said about being present is amazing. Some I've I've learned this recently where I very much was always very much thinking about the future. Mm. And like I had you know that feeling like when I get there, then I feel yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. And now I start thinking, what can I do today to make today awesome? What what can I do next to, that's gonna really make this day better than you know than just sitting here procrastinating and I think if you if if you make those and you have those little wins and recognize Mm -hmm. them and like cheer yourself on about it that can that can really boost you and say see I you know because I always tell myself that I procrastinate but actually then I go no see I've just done all of that so what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) exactly be careful what you say to yourself it always becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy um but yeah, absolutely. Just just bringing it back to the moment um, and just saying, what 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 do I want to do now? What does that six figure CEO um, that I want to be? What would they do now? And just allowing yourself to kind of step into those shoes as though it's already happened. Um, that is a, a super powerful way to just shift that fear mindset and get more confident instantly. So I love that. I one. love that idea. It's a practice. That it's practicing, isn't it? It's yeah. um, it's yeah. practicing thinking in a different way than perhaps we're used to I've I've had hypnotherapy sessions with Abby and I can remember being in your room and uh you did you do a little visualization thing and you're mm-hmm. all peaceful and it's very lovely and then at the end I can remember you telling me this like kind of story I think uh, and um and it was yeah. about this these birds and they're migrating and there's this little worrying bird and it's like oh what if we get back and like our nest gone and the other birds like oh don't worry they'll we'll be able to make a new nest and they're like oh but what if all the trees have gone and and then and I'm just like oh my goodness I am stuck in this what if what if what if and I'm the worrying bird in Abby's story she's trying to tell me something (laughs) and uh, and I think the thing is that we we just get stuck in a cycle of it and we don't realize that we do it to ourselves and but actually if we can get ourselves stuck in a cycle of well what if you know Mm. the best thing that happens or how will I feel when I do this it is we then it becomes much easier um I can remember you saying to me actually Abby and I don't mind sharing this you know I was in quite a negative place when my daughter Mm. was quite little and Mm. uh, I came to see Abby and she said to me at the end of the day write down three good things that have happened so I was like oh this is really hard and I'd sit there (laughs) like oh so hard when um, you first I went to Tesco's you know it was really basic of some of the stuff that I was writing down but as I practiced it more and more and mm-hmm. I did it every day I started to notice the things throughout the day and I was like great these are things I can write on my list and then when you start to switch that over and start to notice the things around you that are good that are happening that becomes your habit rather than seeing the bad and everything all the time so you know yeah. we can change this stuff it takes it does take practice and you might have to remind yourself mm-hmm. you might have to make yourself a task every day to think about what the six-figure CEO version of you will do in six months time <laughs> yeah and I've yeah. and I've done this as well in relationships especially you know I've been I've been with Paul since I was 17 we've been together a long time and I think every relationship has its ebbs and flows and but I what well, I have made this a habit definitely that um if I'm starting to feel a bit grouchy and a bit I think to myself right recognize the good stuff so if he makes me a cup of tea I'm like thank you and I and I thank him and that's that's the thing as well out loud being grateful is like then you attract more things to be grateful about so um and that's that's my top like relationship tip as to what I tell everybody (laughs) whenever they're having trouble like have they done anything nice did you thank them for it and they're like oh no and I'm like well if you want to be thanked as well you ha- yeah. it works both ways you know when you're like oh he doesn't appreciate me well do you appreciate him so I always <laughs> yeah I always am like yeah just say thank you just recognize and with children as well it's always that positive psychology isn't it reinforcing the good stuff is so much better than reinforcing the bad stuff it's harder to do it in our own heads but it is possible definitely <laughs> definitely yeah we um <clears throat> we definitely get back the expectations that we put into the world in so many ways and and so much in relationships as well i read something the other day about um you have to think i think it's 5 to 10 good things about somebody to kind of outweigh all the negative stuff that you're thinking about them so <laughs> give yourself a nice list of 5 to 10 things about that person to really feel grateful for and really 
really focus on and that can really really help to shift things around and then the, the you just start to naturally treat them better um, and because of that they react better and it just all snowballs in a, a lovely positive way yeah somebody said abby um that they love the imagination part so I, when we were talking about being a the six-figure bookkeeper um yeah. do you have any tips on how to do this as i struggle to even fathom being on five figures let alone six so mm -hmm. how can we do that how can we help ourselves build a picture of what it would be like if we haven't actually experienced that yet I think you just have to kind of let your mind go where it will so um often when when we're trying to um goal set and when we're trying to think about how we'd like the future to be um, again that that little voice of doubt and that little questioning thing will creep in and say yeah but that that couldn't really happen that's not really possible so let's just rein it in a bit let's just bring it back down to a sensible level um, but actually just giving yourself permission to not listen to that little voice and say no just like if anything could happen if I could just take fear or practical things out of the equation and just paint a picture of my life at its most fantastic what would that look like um, and it's, it's okay if you don't feel that could ever really happen. Um, but it's just allowing your brain to kind of go there. Um, and then it's it's amazing how actually these things can really start to move in the right direction. Um, yeah. And, I think and, yeah. make it a bit of a game. Like, yeah. take yeah take away the, right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write down my goals. It yeah. feels like all a bit, ugh. So yeah. maybe put on some music and just think, like, I'm just like, yeah. And what I also do is I think, what would I do if I won the lottery? Okay, mm -hmm. so then that kind of, it takes away yeah. the, what what do I have to do to get to that money? Okay, so what we're doing is we're just, I won the lottery. So what are my goals if I won the lottery? Because we need to take away that thing about what are the steps I need to get there in order to, you know, win the lottery, you've just bought a ticket. So yeah. I think it just stops you worrying about how you're going to get there. And yeah. then you can really just play with it. Yeah, you just have to yeah take away take away the how how might it happen, um, and and also not put too much pressure on the end result. This isn't like goals don't have to be set in concrete. They don't have to be something you're definitely going to do. We're always like, I'm planning a goal. I've got to get it right. I must get it absolutely right. Otherwise, who knows what's going to happen? Um, it's totally fine to just have a bit of an idea and then for things to evolve as you go along. And that's that's often the case. We don't know what the outcome is going to look like but if we can just start to kind of give our brain some pointers for the journey um, and move in a direction then we can evolve those goals as we go so yeah just just allow it to be as you say fun um, and allow it to be a bit of bit of an experiment and a bit of just seeing what you can come up with rather than thinking I've got to do this right and it's got to be um, achievable bit of um, oh, that <laughs> I love it I love a bit of dreaming is that I think we when we did this in our six figure um in our six month success program we have a session on visualization and we try and get everyone to put together a vision board and mine's just got loads of holidays on it <laughs> full of holidays but why not why, why not, not? Wow, I would. <laughs> definitely that's a that's a big plan I'd love to do that <laughs> awesome so um do you want me to just go back to my little list that I was rattling through and bring in a few more things? So a really big one I've been working on this with uh, the guys in my membership recently is focus and, and putting in place sort of boundaries and time management practices that are going to help you really focus on the things that you need to be focusing on to generate the sales in your business. So the, the sales process, the getting out there, talking to people, um, doing the marketing work and that side of things. Um, and just planning in time so that you are focusing on those things as well as focusing on seeing the clients um, and being kind of really careful um, not to let other people dictate your agenda because so often we're like oh I, I should squeeze that client in just because they they feel really desperate at the moment and I, I kind of think they need to be seen in the next day or two um, but just allowing yourself again that that breathing space to have the overview and to really work on those things that are going to drive you forward um, so I think I think that's a real kind of six-figure mindset shift is like taking control of your own time and your boundaries and you setting the agenda um, and just again trusting that it will work and that people will fall in with that yeah we've um we, we yeah absolutely we got to got to stay focused we've got to not go 
like shiny object syndrome or yeah. you know procrastination all of these things can take us off our path I just mm. want to bring something someone said I don't know who it was they said six figures bookkeeper seems to be a bit of an unattainable goal as our profession seems not to be recognized as such what do you think you need to do to provide to get that see mm. that is so interesting isn't it that's that's um that's that's a thought process there and you you believe that that's that, that's a belief isn't it that that's yeah. person I, I'm sorry I don't know who it is but your belief <laughs> is that um that it's unattainable yeah but I'm going to tell you now it's 100% attainable because yeah. I've done it so it's and actually do you know what I did what was a great thing to do was set up six-figure bookkeepers club when I wasn't a six-figure bookkeeper and say, right, I better bloody get there because all of these people <laughs> need me to be. And, you know, that drove me. That happen. drove me. And, um, you know, my first goal, actually, and I, something that I did, I wrote, um, so I thought, okay, to be a six-figure bookkeeper, what do I need to do? Mm -hmm. So I need to be earning, I thought, right, £10,000 a month turnover means grand a year. That's a six-figure bookkeeper. Yeah. So I have post-it notes all around my house in my bathroom cupboards, in my on my mirror, in my wardrobe, wherever I open doors and things, it says 120,000 on a post-it note, 120,000 on a post-it note, all over the place. Yeah. Now I need to change that now. And I don't, <laughs> and, and I'm good, I'm saying this because not to, not to show off, not to, just because I need people to believe it, mm. that we just worked out our turnover at the moment's over 200,000. Mm -hmm. Wow. I work from home in my living room. I work mainly school hours, maybe a bit afterwards, Monday to Friday. Yeah. Now, I, I don't have staff. Uh, I have clients and we do bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. So there's, it's, it's completely, completely possible. Yes, Laura, <laughs> we'll have to have a seven-figure group for, in a few years' time. No, but, but absolutely, it's absolutely 100% possible. So I want you to, because I'm telling you that, I want that now to sink in that it's possible. Now, it doesn't mean you want it. You might not want it, and that's fine. And for you, it might mean, um, you know, a completely different thing. That's that kind of feeling that what does that six-figure CEO, you still, to to get you the time freedom, to get you, you know, part-time working, whatever it is that you want, you still have to step into that CEO six-figure mindset to achieve a really great business that works around whatever you want it to do mm -hmm. so um yeah I just wanted to get that in I didn't want to leave that going and um and someone sit there thinking and believe that it's not there and I'm sure and well I know for a fact with the bookkeepers on our six-month success program there are other ones biting at my heels that are going to be earning the same or more I want I want I want our bookkeepers earning more than me because I'm kind of at the point where I'm kind of, I say I'm kind of happy now. My sister goes, yeah, one minute you're happy and then you want to take over the world. So um, <laughs> but at the moment, I'm, I'm kind of happy. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to get that yeah. across. I think on that on that point as well, it's so important to surround yourself with the right people and the right messages because everything that we are experiencing feeds back into that subconscious mind of ours. Um, and if we're just kind of in that environment or looking at things that, that prove to ourselves that it's not possible to get there then we're just going to believe that and we're just going to you know not not go out of our way to um try and make it happen whereas if if we're putting ourselves in an environment where people are totally going after those kinds of goals and, and seeing it as being possible and leaving ourselves little messages around the house like you did just just reinforcing that message all the time um pretty much anything is possible if we put our minds to it and we train our brain into believing that it can happen so yeah well well done you for doing that and it's definitely doable it's, it's really easy to get just stuck in those um beliefs and in in what we've historically seen in our lives but um yeah opening our eyes to new things and to, to the way we want to be things things to be super powerful i love hearing your journey jay jay's Jay has um, built this business, you know, really very, very quickly. And it's been really impressive to see this journey. So and it does show as well that we can, you know, work with family members and grow. You know, you've been able to build a business that works for you on your terms. And that's what this is all about, isn't it? It's about it doesn't have to be about six figures. It is about what makes you happy and what 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 you want to achieve in life. So um, thanks to everyone sharing their sort of comments about how they're 
building their own businesses. I've seen that Lynn's writing post-it notes right now. So <laughs> I just love the inspiration that comes from that story. Um, great. Abby, did you have, did, I don't know where we got to in the list. <laughs> where were we? So um, yeah, focus we did. Confidence, I think we've, we've kind of chatted around that quite a bit already um, in terms of like just moving those barriers um, and recognizing that we might have fears there that we're not really um, acknowledging so it could be fear of fear of actually things going wrong if we did take a leap and, and try and move in that direction um, we're often afraid of just dipping our toes in the water but kind of asking yourself actually what, what could really go wrong and trusting that if you just do take that jump um, that you're very very good at picking yourself up and very adaptable and resilient um, and just leaning into that and saying if you know if it all goes wrong I'm going to make it work somehow I'm going to keep going um, is a, a good way to overcome those fears um, <clears throat> excuse me fear of success can be another one too um, and that kind of comes back to the discussion we were having earlier about relationships because um, often we're we're afraid of pushing ourselves um, in a direction where we change and where we do things that are different to the people in our lives that we love and that we are close to because we worry that if, if we are suddenly successful and if we all of a sudden have this big income um, we're able to do more things that they're going to view as in a different light because again we've been brought up with all those stories of rich people being evil and all that sort of stuff and we're kind of subconsciously thinking well if, if I get there um, actually are they going to look at me in that same light um, and just just kind of playing around with those stories and, and proving to ourselves that actually the people in my life are still going to love me no matter what <laughs> probably probably going to love me even more if I can treat them to nice holidays and things actually um, but just recognizing that we might have that kind of block getting in our way and holding us back it can be quite scary if you, you know, go from an environment where, you know, a lot of people have joined us and they're working at the moment and they want to start their own businesses. And, mm. and traditionally, perhaps this, everyone in the family or the sort of friendship circle has been in employment yeah. and striving for successful employed positions. And then to say, well, actually, this isn't for me. I'm going to go and start my own business. And then if you if you haven't got people who've been in business around you, they might think what are you doing what yeah. why would you do that <laughs> and um and it's important isn't it to surround yourself by people I think it's really important to surround yourself by a community who are going to be supportive of your goals but yeah. also realize just realize the difference so that you can be aware of when there's yeah. a conflict coming up and you can decide for yourself how you feel about it rather than be influenced yeah. by those conversations necessarily definitely and often often people will say things to protect you um but they they might sort of say oh you'll never achieve that you know <laughs> why on earth would you want to do that um <clears throat> excuse me and kind of uh downplay your dreams or feel like they're picking apart what you're doing or like saying just go and get a proper job or things like that um because they're they're afraid for you and they haven't seen anybody do this before successfully and it's not familiar to them um so they're just trying to kind of protect you and, and keep you safe um but actually it doesn't feel that nice when you're on the receiving end of it but i think recognizing that that's what's going on and it is often said out of love um rather than meaning anything unpleasant by it but that can be definitely helpful too <laughs> There's so so much we could talk about around like money mindset. <laughs> so there is, isn't there? Yeah. What can we do if um one of the things I think like um one of the things I see is sort of self-sabotage. And we talked about this kind of shiny object syndrome. And mm. when we receive money in, if we're not used to seeing money coming in, so yeah. we can we can feel tempted to quickly give it away or yes. spend it on something or and not focus on you know what why are we doing this and are we earning the money or taking the money out of the business that we really want to do what can yeah. you do if you or how can you notice if you're suffering with that I know I want to call it shine your yeah. <laughs> but I also think it's a kind of sabotage mechanism because you're actually not comfortable having that money yeah oh you've you've broken up a bit there <laughs> that kind of thing yeah so I think what happens when we get more money in our lives, when we start earning more? Um, basically, it doesn't change us. People always think that we're going to change when we have more money. But 
Um, we play out the same fundamental patterns of behavior when we've got more money as when we've got less. So it's mm -hmm. really important to get healthy habits in place, even when we don't have a huge amount, um, because that's what's going to happen when we start earning more money as well. So um, if we are prone to just spending everything as soon as it hits our bank account, when we've only got a thousand pounds in there, then we're going to be the same when we've got a hundred thousand in there. We're going to spend that money and burn through it straight away because that's the, the pattern that we've been kind of uh, used to. So I think <clears throat> just recognizing those tendencies within yourself, um, you, you very often see this with lottery winners and with celebrities and things where they've just suddenly got to this point in life where all of a sudden they've got all this wealth and they don't know what to do with it. And their brain just goes like, my, my default safety mechanism is spend it, give it away, blow it on holidays for friends and family, um, things like that. And it just feels to them safer. Um, it sounds really bizarre, but it feels safer subconsciously to not have money um, and to, to get rid of it quickly because that's just what they've always done. So if you can recognize any tendencies like that early on um, and yeah. just get in really good habits with your money, which hopefully most of you guys will be. <laughs> well, and that's, um, but that's the thing, you know, everyone's, everybody's different. And I come across that mm. sometimes people are really good with their business money and not so yeah. good with their personal money. Everyone has these different stories around everything. And, and it's like the, the lottery winners that you see that have this lottery win and then they end up going bankrupt they lose it all and that is self-sabotage in emotion like playing out it's yeah. it's a case of it doesn't your your subconscious mind doesn't know what to do with all this money and you've not learned the good ways so it's going to take you back to what you know and you know being poor so it's going to take you back there also yeah. it's the other way where you see people that are maybe born rich they are used to having money Mm. And then they lose it all, but then very quickly again uh, get more money in again because yeah. they have the belief that it's easy to have money. I've yeah. always had money, yeah. so you can see all of these minds, this money mindset working out in different stories. When you just read the newspaper, you can actually start seeing the patterns. So it's recognizing what your pattern is, um, and and what how can you change it? How can you? What do you want it to be? That's a great way to start. What would you like? How would you like to play out? And it yeah. doesn't matter if you've got next to nothing now. But if you start acting that way now, when mm. you obtain more, you will continue that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And things like even just even just taking note of what's coming into your account and things like that, and just like being being really grateful for every little bit that does come in. Um, our brain again starts to see that as a really positive thing, and it's like that's that's nice. I want more of that because it gives me basically on a biological level it gives you a boost of happy chemicals in your brain when you're kind of feeling grateful for that money so it's like I'm going to chase that hit again let's go and find more and this is all happening kind of under the radar for us but that's yeah we get we get kind of hooked on it <laughs> in a good way so yeah so are you at How the end we... of your list have we done them all oh almost so um oh. I've, got, I've got having a healthy obsession with things so I think like we were saying earlier setting that goal <laughs> but not making it this absolute must do obsession but um you know just just kind of keeping your work and your life in balance so that you are working towards those goals but allowing yourself to enjoy things now as well and that's so so important again um yeah we don't want to get to a point of just like pursuing this goal relentlessly and burning ourselves out and, and actually ultimately not getting there far better to just keep things in balance and, and keep it healthy but make it a real a real focus and keep working on it um i think just openness to new ideas um and experimenting and that whole concept as i was saying earlier of like if things go wrong i'll find a way forward i'll pick myself up what can i do to make this work not oh it's all gone wrong but what how can i actually make things better um and then yeah just just that kind of plays into resilience and being mm. adaptable and um as far as you can just just keep your life um stress-free and focused on on good stuff is going to really really help with that as well so yeah, yeah. and, and uh, they're all so amazing such amazing tips and i think um i think as well um that yeah that healthy obsession is is so so great if you can every day like pull yourself back in and go what am I doing today what's the aim of the day and I and I think it's really great to have um 
a very uh very when you're having a clear goal but a saying that you can say to yourself and we did this in one of my old businesses one of my practices in the past where we watched i must share this youtube uh video about um the olympic rowing team and they had a saying will it make the boat go faster so whenever they made a decision about anything will it make the boat go faster if we say yes or no and you can use that term to anything whatever your goal is so we used to say will it make the boat go faster meaning will it help us reach this goal this month but they took it down to even that the opening ceremony of the olympics you know will it make the boat go faster if we go or will it make the boat go faster if we go to bed and sleep and not drink the champagne so they all went to bed <laughs> and then they and then they won but they were so focused and mm. that little question that you can because we have we are faced with choices and decisions every moment of the day yeah we have so many and making the right ones can have such a big impact and if your mindset's in a negative nelly way as i like to say negative nelly um then you can end up at the end of the day in a very different position mm. unless if you're a positive poly you're taking it very differently but but it it really doesn't um it really it there's not that there's no big big decisions involved it's just tiny little things those tiny little 0.001 percent decisions along the way can make a huge impact at the end of your year and if you have got that focus so i yeah i still think of that what you know what what will i do now that's going to help me achieve my goal and it might be shall i go and make a healthy lunch or hubby saying he's going to pop to greg's you know it could be anything like that you have a choice every single time to say yes or no yeah. and um and it's and then i think that helps you realize that you are actually in control of this because feeling out of control can cause fear whereas if we actually decide that actually we are in control of our destiny mm -hmm. we've just got to make the right little decisions along the way and we will get there actually yeah Love that. That's such a good way to put it. <laughs> I should remember Amazing. the <laughs> It's a really good story. And, and I think that that's it. We do have this choice every day. Um, I think that's probably a really good time to wrap up. I'm really conscious mm. of your time, Abby. Um, oh, okay. Thank you so much. Um, would you like to tell everyone where they can find out more about what you do? Yeah, so I have a, a Facebook group, which you're very welcome to join. It's called Align Your Mind for Limitless Success. Um, so basically goes along really well with what we've been talking about today. It's all about building a business that um, generates the income you want to create the life of your dreams um, and basically the mindset to, to get you there and some business tips along the way too. Um, so I'd love to see you over there. That's, that's probably the best place to get hold of me. Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll make sure we link to it. And um, what we'll do now, this is in our Facebook group, but we'll pop it in the comments and we will put it in the show notes. We'll put this out on a podcast as well so that anyone who's listening can find the link to that. Thank you so much for taking the time today. We've really enjoyed speaking to you, Abby. I think we've all learnt so much. Yeah. And see that lots of people have sat through the, the whole hour and um, have just been here the whole time listening and hanging on your every word. So thank you for Aww. taking the time. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for having me. It's such so nice to come and chat to a real enthusiastic bunch of uh, business owners too. So awesome. Oh, <laughs> absolute pleasure as always. Um, anyone who is still here with us, if you'd like to come and join us this evening, it's our Bookkeepers Bootcamp week. We're live at least twice a day, every day this week until Sunday. Come and join us at 8pm. We have our second confidence masterclass. We're going to be talking about our own personal confidence journeys really excited to sort of dig deep on that and, and talk about what sort of got us through difficult times and answer your questions as well so come and join us um in the six figure book this club at eight o'clock and we will see you later thanks everybody bye, bye. <laughs> don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast the topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com